0: Good afternoon, good evening. My name is Marty Plum, and I am your host of a pen and a napkin podcast, the weekly coaching clinic that you can carry around with you in your pocket. Welcome to Foundation Friday, number 87. And this week, we're going to talk about how to end a practice on a high note, how to end practice strong. So, it obviously, we know that ending practice is very dependent on the point that you're at in the season, what you think is good for your team, uh, the the concepts that you're trying to emphasize with your team that day, that week, that season, perhaps. So I want to go through a bunch of different things that we've done uh, in the past to, to end a practice and to end it well. Uh, the first thing that you can do is to end practice with some situations. Uh, situation scores, uh, maybe you do this for one set or two sets, or multiple sets, again, depending on where you're at, where your team is at. But that's a great way to end a practice is by doing something like that, uh, focusing your players to concentrate and understand each situation while they're tired. The downside to doing that can be your own personal frustration and perhaps not ending practice based on how the situation goes. That might need, uh, You might leave that practice and your players might leave that practice with a little bit of a sour taste in their mouth. Day before a game, we really like to walk through our final preparations for our game the next day or our competition the next day. So we do two things. In the last, let's say there's about, so let's say we're going to be done at 530 At 5.15, from about 5.15 to 5.25, we take those last 10 minutes and we walk through the key sets, the key things that are part of our scouting report, especially on the defensive end. Hey, here's this floppy set they're going to run. Here's their out-of-bounds plays. When we see them set up like this, what are they going to run? And if I know that there's at some point along the way in our Foundation Friday series, there's a scouting report pod on how we do our scouting reports. Uh, You know, so it is a—we're wrapping up and we're quizzing our players. We're talking to our players. Sometimes we do it as a group. Sometimes you go, hey, Billy, or hey, Susie. Uh, When number number 10 takes it out for West High— What's going to be uh, their set on this out of bounds play? Or when we hear them yell uh, "Oklahoma," what are they going to be running here? Uh, you know, so things like that that you walk through. And then what we've really gone to, and I got this actually uh, from I believe it was Coach Finley at Iowa State. We go through our into the quarter, into the game, into the half, into the game sets, and we have three designated sets that we use at the end of quarters, at the end of halves, at the end of the game, we have a 12, what we call a 12 second set, meaning, okay, if there's 12 seconds left on the clock, this is what we're going to run with 12 seconds left. If there's eight seconds left, this is what we're going to run with eight seconds left. And if there's four seconds left, this is what we're going to run with four seconds left. And we walk through that with every single player, Every single day, the day before a competition, and that's how we end our practice. The day before a competition, we go five on zero. We run through it. We run through it, dummy, five on zero, to show our players to give them. Okay, tomorrow night, you know, uh, West High shooting a free throw, and there's four seconds left at the end of the first quarter. And if they make that free throw, what are we running with four seconds left? Here's what we're running, and we go through it and we run that play, and so our players aren't caught. Off guard by that scenario. If it's a quote unquote regular practice, what we like to do to end a lot of our practices is we do skill work and shooting the last 18 to 24 minutes of practice. We set up three or four stations and we work on a variety of different shooting drills and we want to shoot a lot. Again, our goal every day is to have our players get up anywhere between 200 and 250 shots of practice. So, If, uh, we are in our, our bigger gym, our competition gym, we get out, uh, the doctor dish and we have a specific drill or two that a coach takes in that situation. We do some cone work and ball handling and cutting and passing with another coach. Maybe with another coach, we do some free throws. We do, we run a free throw drill or we do some free throw shooting, uh, Maybe that day we choose to do some finishing work or some post work with all of our players, have all of our players work on their post game and posting up around the basket. Or we could do some RPS, some rebounder, passer, shooter, Uh, It just depends on the day. It depends on which gym we're in. If we're in our auxiliary gym, it's not big enough to have the shooting gun, the Dr. Dish out. So we don't use the Dr. Dish on those days where we have the opportunity to shoot at the end of the practice. But we divide up our team and we take our three or four coaches and we put them our players into small groups of five or six or seven players and we have made a conscientious effort that we're going to get our players anywhere from 200 to 250 shots a day in practice. We're never going to get any less than 200. We want to make sure that we have 200. And if you're curious about that, have one of your managers f- watch one of your players an entire practice and have them chart that player that practice. How many shots did Billy get up today? Uh, coach, only got up 155. Okay, then we need to find more shots during practice. We need to do more shooting during practice if your goal is 200 shots. If you're at 150 and Billy gets up 155, then you're like, okay, we're good with that. So that's something that we do, but it's a great way to end practice. Another thing you can do, Um, along with that or maybe instead of that every once in a while is to do some fun shooting do some kind of crazy stuff step out uh, make it a team contest or an individual shooting contest Uh, one of the two minute drills that I put up on the Twitter handle uh, a week or I think it was last week was the five 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 and one shooting drill uh, which is a lot of fun you end it with a half court shot and and maybe the player that makes the half court shot they get a Gatorade or they get this or they get that or the team that wins they get a uh, everybody on the team gets a Gatorade or something like that but giving that stuff away at the end of practice leaves a good taste in your players' mouths and so speaking of which after all of this is done and and it's really important i think this might be one of the most important things you do throughout your practice is your post-practice huddle now it is really important i think And this is learned through numerous mistakes in my coaching career. Keep your post-practice huddle short, just like you keep your post-game comments short and brief. The more you talk, the more apt you are to say something that you're going to regret or something that could be harmful to the chemistry or the perception or the energy of the team. So in our post-practice huddle, we honestly try to keep it really, really short. One of the things we do make sure that we do every day, every single day, and I got this from Mike Neighbors, point out our bright spots. Hey, who did something well today? And we want multiple players to point at a player within a huddle and say, hey, uh, you know, Jimmy did a great job during our warrior rebounding drill. Oh, hey, great job, Jimmy. Two claps for Jimmy. And, and we're complimenting each other. We're building each other up. The ultimate goal is to have your players excited to come back to the gym the next time that they're supposed to come back to the gym, whether that's a shoot-around, whether it's a competition, whether it's another practice. And a great way to build up your players is through that bright spot activity. And that's something that we do every single time. Every single time we leave something, we want to leave it better than what we found it. And that goes for our players' energy and enthusiasm and positiveness. We do encourage our players to stick around to get some post-practice work. Hey, uh, coaches will be around for a few minutes. Ball rack will be open for a while. Now, I get it. Sometimes you get done with a 530, you get done with practice at 5.30 and there's a freshman game in your gym at six o'clock, and you've got to help set up the bleachers. And and the two freshman teams are coming out in there and they're chomping at the bit to get out there. Hey, sometimes you can't get in post-practice work. But encourage your players to stick around. Doesn't have to be for long, doesn't have to be a half hour, doesn't have to be 45 minutes. Stick around and get extra shots up for 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Play some one-on-one. Do something to make yourself better. Um Another thing that is important to do in your post-practice theme, if you were going to emphasize, uh, it, it is recapping your theme of the day. You know, hey, t- girls, before we practice here, uh, we talked about toughness. I really liked our toughness. You point out a couple of bright up. I really thought uh, that Mary did a great job in warrior rebounding today. She went up and got it and, and finished a couple of shots real quick and got herself out of there, and she just battled for a couple of loose balls and finished that well. That's the toughness that we were talking about in our pre-practice meeting. You know, so so those are some things that you should be covering in that post-practice huddle. And like I said, the shorter, the better. You can You can have a great two-hour practice, and you can ruin that with a too long of a meeting at the end of your practice by saying too much. Make it short. Make it sweet. Get it to the point. Now, if you're upset with your kids after practice, keep it short. Keep it sweet. Keep your emotion to yourself. Don't use that emotion to get upset with your players at that time. You know, I you know, maybe I shouldn't say that. Maybe you can do that once a season where you really get after your kids at the end of a practice. But if you're doing that all the time, if you're doing that on a consistent basis, your kids aren't gonna come back very enthusiastic. And it's just you're just gonna get into yourself into a, a really vicious and and terrible cycle for the good of your program. So if you're upset with your team at the end of your practice, bite your tongue to the best of your ability. Put it off. Get your own emotions in the place where you need it to be so that at the beginning of practice the next day, then you address those negative feelings after you've had a good chance to really think about what you want to say and exactly what you want to say and how you want to say it because you want to finish that practice strong. So foundation Friday number 87 I would love to hear other coaches ideas on how they finish practice strong uh, leave it down here in the Twitter handle comments or email me at a pen and a napkin at gmail.com I would love to to hear what you guys think and if I get a if I get a good email I'll post it on the Twitter handle and give you credit for it um, can't thank you enough for the, the, the support the last few days. It's, it's been a great week. This is our fifth podcast this week. We've literally dropped a podcast every day this week. We had a great quick hitters uh, pod on Monday uh eastern conference preview tuesday western conference preview wednesday and then casey and i finished up yesterday with a playoff preview and i hope you folks enjoyed that it was a lot of fun for us to do it was a little something different for us to do uh as well and i hope you've enjoyed this foundation friday podcast as well Finish your practices strong, coaches. Have a game plan to wrap up your practices strong. Don't make it up on the fly. Put yourself in a a good mental place that you know exactly how you want to finish practice, hopefully before your practice even starts. So, coaches, as always, let's be sure to hone our craft one day at a time.